Good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Jack Wilson of Payadas Baptist Church, and this is Yeah Think. Today's episode will talk about Are You Tired of the Lies? Are You Tired of the Lies? Matthew 7:15. Turn with me there, please. Matthew 7:15. It says, "Beware of false prophets." which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Now you've heard these words from me before. They were re mainly referring to those who will come into the church and to try to break it up. How do they break it up? They break it up with lies. They'll talk bad about one thing or another. They con you with sweet-smelling lies and turn you one against the other and against your pastors. Now this is not the sermon today. Today we'll talk about those who attack the church from the outside. From the outside. TV evangelists, so-called preachers and pastors, internet preachers, why should you follow them? More of our supporters told me that uh, one of our supporters told me he has been following John MacArthur for 40 years. So I said to him, you are a follower of John MacArthur. Yes, he pr proudly announced. Imagine that, he's a follower of John MacArthur. Hmm. So I guess he was wondering how I could beat that. But I answered, I am a follower of the apostles. Hmm. I am a follower of Paul. Hmm. I happen to think MacArthur is a nice man with the wrong doctrine. He believes in Reformed doctrine. He cannot even explain Reformed theology, but he believes it. The man is highly educated, so how can that be? Second Timothy talks about those who are uh, in the verse 3-7. Uh, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I, I've, been, I've been this way with so many people. When I went to Liberty, uh, uh, Liberty University and uh, they had some, uh, some professor there. He was a dean. He was, it was a big shot. He, he was well known. His textbook was a bunch of mumbo jumbo. He was wrong on so many different counts. I, I don't know how they allowed that. And maybe one day someone will ask you how to bake a cake. You will give them all the instructions that you were given by someone else. The person bakes the cake and comes back and says it was horrible. You answer, well, that's the instructions I was given. Think about that. How about this? You ask someone how to get to SM North uh, or in America, the Empire State Building, and you end up in a far different place. Well, these are the directions I was given. Did you ever think of getting a real recipe for the cake or a map for the directions? And this is what happens, folks. We are hearing different things from different people. A man approached me the other day, a very nice man, by the way. Uh, he had a, uh, a wonderful background, a very educated person, and he had 
develop some kind of program for teaching others. And I told him, no, no way. No way I would let him into uh, my church with his program. Number one, I didn't see what he was teaching. Perhaps it was if I looked it over and I, I agree with it completely, then I would let it in. But I didn't. And number, number two is, how do I know what he's teaching is right or wrong? Isaiah 51 verse 1 says, Hearken to me, listen to me, ye that follow after righteousness. Are you looking for righteousness? Are you looking for truth? Ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock. What's a rock? Something that can't be moved. Whence you are hewn, you're cut out from that rock. You're cut out from the rock, Jesus Christ, and to the hole of the pit whence you are digged. You have to look to God. And what I'm saying is one wrong turn, and who knows where you will be. Someone asked me, what do you think of the International House of Prayer? I never heard of him. So I looked it up and quickly went over to their site and found it to be a faulty site. And I told her, why did you ask? Because my niece is involved with them and I believe it's a cult. I hate being asked these questions because it goes on forever. I don't want to spend my life refuting all the evil cults. I will have no time to speak the truth. I believe you should only have one book on faith. And what is that one book on faith? That's the King James Bible. Nothing else. You might ask, but Pastor, I've been reading this guy and he's terrific. Why is terrific? Does he tickle you where you itch? Does he make you feel good about the bad you have done? Why? Perhaps he is right on, but has only one thing wrong with his doctrine. You will learn and accept that also. That's how Satan sneaks it in. Remember, Satan will float one-tenth of a lie on top of nine-tenths of truth to get you to drink it. By the way, you are now a disciple of that man, not a disciple of the apostles. That's why you can never be technically a disciple of Jesus, because he gave his instructions to the apostles and they gave them to us. That's how it works. It's a hand-me-down religion. God chose his apostles and those apostles were supposed to spread the word. Now you may be saying, well, the apostles didn't tell me anything. Well, then you're not reading the Bible. Okay? Now I'm not saying you shouldn't have a pastor. You should have a pastor. You should have a pastor that makes you feel comfortable in the Word of God. I, I don't mean comfortable that you're so comfortable you feel that your sinning is not important. I mean comfortable that you feel uh, that His Word is the Word of God. His Word is what the Word of God teaches. That's between you and God to bring you to that place. Jeremiah 10 21 uh, says, uh, first it says, if you are listening to someone else, you have gone off the path. Jeremiah 10 21 says, for the pastors are become brutish, have not sought the Lord, 
Therefore they shall not prosper, and all their flocks shall be scattered. And there's plenty of those. There's plenty of those types of pastors. I have pastors that tell me things. One of the verses they use is, uh, without a vision, the people perish. So they tell you, that means that the pastor needs a vision. The people should pay attention to it. And this is how we raise money for the building program. (laughs) But it says, the, the, the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible says, happy are those who obey the law. That's what it's talking about. Without obeying the law, the people perish. That's right. And they don't understand the Bible, so they say what they want. Many pastors will look to the Bible for a word that will correspond to what they're saying so that they can be believed. But it's, it's not. It's not like that. You need to know the whole Bible. It's easy for some to spot charlatans like Benny Hinn, but not everyone does. They see what they think are miracles, but they're not miracles. It's baloney. Can I name it and claim it? That's what they tell you. Name it and claim it. I want five million dollars. Come on, put it right here, right here on the floor. If Benny Hinn heals, why doesn't he go on hospital tours? Is there a place then for pastors? You don't even need pastors. Just Benny Hinn can heal us over the TV sets, give us money. Wow, it'd be a whole different world, but you know that doesn't happen. Then that people say, oh, you're not healed because you don't know You don't have enough faith. I guess they heard that voice. Your faith has healed you. But most of us have enough faith. We believe that God can do anything he wants to do. But God doesn't always want to do everything. And like I said, the $5 million. I'd like to have $5 million to build a, uh, a compound where we can have a giant sanctuary and a a place for all musicians to practice and a school to learn the Bible. I would love all that. I think that's a, a good, noble thing. But God doesn't. Because if he did, we'd have it already. Now he might think it's better in the future. That's up to him. It's not a matter of us having enough faith. We've asked God, the whole church, should we stop praying for this thing? Because if you don't want us to have it, Lord, we're going to stop praying. And he never told us to stop praying. So we believe he still wants us to have it in his time. So is there a place then for pastors? Yes, but be careful. When you're seeking a church, pray that God will send you the right one. Jeremiah 3.15 says, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Some of you have experiences in other Christian churches, but have found out the leadership is not what it should be. Even when you have found the church and pastor, check everything he says by the Bible. <coughs> you know, when people come to my church, and, and people in my church already, I tell them, 
when you hear something from my mouth and it doesn't sit right with you, you go into that Bible and you study it and you find out if it's true or not. And if you find out or think that I said the wrong thing, please come back and talk to me about it. Maybe I'm going to prove you wrong and you're going to now feel comfortable. Or maybe you're going to prove me wrong and I'm going to change what I taught about that subject. People talk about bad subjects all the time. One conference I went to, the, the, the preacher there talked about how we have to get rid of generational curses, that the sins of the fathers will be passed on to the sons and the daughters. Whoa, wait a minute. The Bible says, no longer should it be said that the sins of the parents. So what are you talking about here? He's talking about something that he thought would be an interesting subject and he made it fit his own cause. Be active in the word and you will always know the truth. If there is something you don't know, ask your pastor. And if it's for your time, you will have real answers. This place is a madhouse today. I have, I have youth up here studying and yapping away and I have the choir downstairs practicing. I have musicians practicing and little ones outside in the yard learning their lessons and I wouldn't have it any other way. What a blessing this place is. And you know what? People are learning the truth here. And I hope you can say that about your church. Are they learning the truth? And anytime somebody says anything wrong, refute them. Show them in the Bible where they're wrong. Go to your pastor. Ask his, his opinion on it. Uh, if he can't explain it away or show you why you're wrong, then you've got to think about your pastor. How many times has he done that? If he's, you know, I, I, I think I've always been right. But, no, I, I do remember I've said something in the Bible that I misinterpreted. Yes, I do think I did that. And uh, when I did do that, I refuted it myself. Hey, I remember years ago, I uh, was in a church, had a Bible study. And uh, I had a bunch of people. It was a good-sized Bible study. And I, uh, the guy said something, and I said, no, that's not true, and I forget what it was. But uh, he, we had a little discussion. I said, listen, let's not talk about this now. I'll go home and, and look it over. I'll come back to you. So the next week I came back. I said, before we even start, I want to let you know that so-and-so was right last week. I was wrong. This is what the truth is. And... Uh, at the end of the study, he come over to me and he says, I don't believe you. So what do you mean you don't believe me? Did I do something wrong? Not at all, he said. You told everybody I was right and you were wrong. You're the pastor. You're the Bible teacher. I'm just a student. And you told everybody that you were right and I, uh, I was right and you were wrong. I don't believe that. I've never seen anybody do that before said stick with me you'll see it done every time I'm wrong because it's not about me folks it's not about your pastor it's about the Word of God it's about knowing the truth and knowing how to follow God knowing how to be obedient 
and knowing how to have that great life in Jesus Christ. There's nothing else that compares to it. There's nothing else that could make you feel better about yourself. I'm going to tell you folks, pastors have made lies against me. Out and out lies. They knew they were lies. Pastor did that to increase their own worth because maybe I made them look bad or something. All right? Pastors lie many times. Not all pastors, not definitely not all pastors. I'm glad it's not even the majority of pastors, but there are many pastors who lie just to make a good sermon. I heard of a pastor that spent eight hours uh, writing a sermon. I told you before, I don't spend any time writing sermons. I just go according to what God gives me. But he spent eight hours. Why? Because he wanted to make the perfect sermon with his words, maybe using Greek and Hebrew and showing people how much he knows. But that's not the way to do it, folks. Just tell them what God told you to tell them. And that'll be enough. Let's speak the truth and forsake all lying. In the name of Jesus, we pray that. Lord God, teach your people to be good stewards of the word. Rightfully dividing the word, Lord God, that everyone can accept it as what it is. And it could teach them how to be the people of God that you want them to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you want to hear from me or talk to me or make a statement, write to 7101 at usa.net. That's 7101 at usa.net. And until then, I'll see you next time.